Software Engineering Radio Episode 71 Survey Results Hello listeners, here is Marcus from SE Radio. Um, I wanted to give you a little heads up about the survey we've recently done. Um, so we have reached 1,000 participants. That's a significant number that makes um, the results statistically relevant or significant or whatever it's officially called. So thank you all for uh, participating in the survey, for those who did participate. And, uh, well, maybe next time for the others. I wanted to give you... Uh, some information about the results. I will also reply to some of the suggestions and criticisms that we received uh, through the survey. So let's briefly step through the um, questions. The first question was about the age and we have uh, the range between 20 and 30 and between 30 and 40 we have roughly 40%. We have um, 15% between 40 and 50 and then we have some really old and some really young. So as expected, the average is around between 20 and 40. The job role is 70% developers, we have 25% team leads, we have, and that's interesting, we have 15% research people and also 15% students, 35% call themselves an architect and remember you could select several of these so the sum is not 100%. What is interesting is the size of the organization you are in. Um, 30% are in organizations uh, with more than 1,000 people. And then we have another major subgroup with 20% between 100 and 1,000. We have 10% freelancers and 4% very small companies. 73% of you work in software consulting or software development and another 20% in telecom or communications. We have 7% healthcare and another 7% in defense and 5% aerospace and 6% automotive. In academia, 88% of the people work in um, computer science and around 5% in electrical engineering and sciences. But of course, only like 10% of, of you of the overall or 15% of the overall audience are uh, academics. So with regards to the kinds of applications you develop, um, we have 60% enterprise, 55% web, 20% tool developers. That's interesting. So uh, we'll have to cover tool development issues a little bit more. We have 20% embedded. That is not enough. I want more embedded and technical people in, in, in the audience. And that's also why we will focus on embedded stuff a little bit more in the coming episodes. We have 10% mobile and 30% rich client, which also leads me to maybe an emphasis we should have in the future and talk about rich client and GUI and client development in general. What is interesting to see, and I'm really happy about that, is that 55% of you um, have between 5 and 20 years of experience. 10% um, have more than 20 years. Our goal is to be um, a podcast for professional developers, for experienced developers. And looking at that statistics here, seems that we reached this goal, well, at least to some extent. 40% of you have a master's degree, another 40% a bachelor, and we have 7% PhD, and... Uh, 
we have um, half a percent professors. By the way, um, if you didn't see that question when you uh, replied to the survey, what I <laughs> actually while while looking at the results um, from the survey um, from the first couple of responses, we we came up with additional questions. Um, so uh, we relatively quickly added another bunch of questions. And one of them was um, the degree. You'll see more of that uh, later. So how long have you listened to SU Radio? We have uh, 15% um, have listened from the beginning in January 2006. And the majority started during 2007. 40% listen only to some uh, episodes, not to all of them. Um, there are about 30% who listen to all of them. Um, I, that's a little bit unfortunate. I would really love to hear that people listen to all episodes because the goal of SE Radio is to cover topics that are maybe not necessarily your prime concern when developing or when working in your everyday job. So I would really encourage you to, to listen to other episodes that do not necessarily fit directly your, your developer, your professional profile. Most people download all episodes they download. Well, sorry. Most people listen to all the episodes they download. Only 10% uh, only download things and then decide. That's, of course, interesting to us because if we collect download numbers and we don't know how many people listen to what they download, we can't, can't say anything about the listenership. Uh, and the other question, of course, was how how do you share the downloaded MP3 file? And uh, 80% don't share it with any other people. But it's interesting to see that um, about 15% uh, share it with one or two other people, and there are even people who share it with more than five others. So that's uh, that that of course increases our audience reach um, compared to the download numbers. The length of the episodes is uh, something I want to address briefly. So the majority, about 60%, say that um, between 35 and 50 minutes is, is about right. Um, and that's probably also the majority of our episodes, the, the typical length. Um, so the 20 to 35-minute things are really short. I mean, within 20 minutes, you cannot really explain a topic. We probably tend to have longer episodes Although I agree that um, 50 to 70 minutes is quite a bit long, so I think it's gonna be it's going to continue to be between 40 and maybe 60 minutes. And we also received the feedback quite a couple of times that, um, well, that's too long. I don't have such a long commute, and I can't listen to that in in one in one go. But well, I mean, there is the pause button, right? So I mean, just stop and and continue uh, at another time. I'll do that all the time when I listen to other podcasts, so I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Although I agree, I mean, there is the Space Show podcast, for example, where episodes often are two hours, and that's too long. So, well, I think the majority of people are between 35 and 50 minutes, and that's also, I think, my sweet spot um, with regards to the length, so that fits well. How did you learn about SE Radio? Most people found it while Googling. Well, obviously, 35%, and then, of course, you have word of mouth. Only 25% of the people found SU Radio by following a link from another web page. And that is something I really 
I'm not yet satisfied with. We need a bigger community and I don't really know how to build that. But um, what I really would like to ask you as, as an audience is to put links to SE Radio on on your website. I mean, that's an, a very easy way um, or, or blog about us. Say a couple of nice words publicly um, so people people find us and know about us. Um, that would really help. Um, it's free for you. It's not much work and it helps us a great deal. So um, we'd be happy if you helped us there a little bit more. The following two questions have been added also later in the game um, and they concern sponsoring and how we could make some money. And just to be clear about that, SE Radio is non-commercial and we are not planning to become rich <laughs> from doing SE Radio. But I mean, for example, we are currently working on a new website. You can't get that for free. Or another thing is like if we wanted to buy decent microphones to address the audio quality topic that many people complained about, it's not free. So we, we would like to have a couple of thousand euros as a team per year so we can do these kinds of things. So we had two questions. One uh, was, how would you react if we had sponsoring or advertising in the podcast? And 5% said that they would not listen to SU Radio if there was any advertising. Well, I think that's a quite a bit intolerant. I mean, most, if not all, other podcasts do have some kind of sponsorship, either by explicit advertisements in the show or simply by uh, allowing the people to, to work on some of the podcast issues during their work time. But um, 50% of the people said um, that advertising would be okay if it was for a good company and if it wouldn't be too much. Well, and that's kind of the, the thing they had in mind. Uh, another 45% said, I don't care, do whatever you want to keep the podcast going. Here is what I had in mind. For example, if we could find a company that does really interesting work, for, for example, in the embedded space. So, for example, in the beginning of the podcast, we would say, well, this podcast is supported by XYZ company. And then at the end, we would have one minute of um, specific content that they record and they, that would clearly be distinguishable by some kind of background music or something where they say, you know, well, we've uh, recently done our first project with embedded Linux and it was really great and here are some of the problems, some of the solutions and if you want to learn more, go to our website. We have a white paper that describes it. So that is clearly advertising because it advertises what a specific company did, but it's also to some extent a little bit of value add for you because people who are interested in that stuff might want to look at the paper. So um, that's an idea I had. And of course, there would be different content in each episode and we would clearly mark it as being advertising. Um, another idea that I had was to talk to book publishers and give, give them the chance, in the same way as I explained before, to spend one minute or so per episode uh, briefly introducing a new book or something. So that's what we're thinking about, and I'll keep you uh, posted of what we're doing there. It will not be in the middle of the show. It will not be the Leo Laporte way, where the person who does the the content of the episode starts talking about something and you know disguising the advertising uh, more or less so it will be explicit will be at the end and it will be limited so that's what we're thinking about and um well let's see there was a related question that we asked about donations because i mean if we can get the money from you the audience instead of having a sponsor then that would also work and um, 65% said that they would not be willing to donate um, 20% would be willing to donate um, one or two dollars per month. 10% um, said they would um, 
be willing to donate two to five dollars per month, and there would be people five um, percent who no well five percent who would donate more than five dollars per month. If people would actually really do donate, then we would get um, enough money to 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 uh, cover the cost. So here is what I would propose. We are not going to look for advertising in the next three months. So if you guys really start donating the amount of money you have said that you would be willing to donate, just do it and we'll see how that goes. Currently, I mean, you know, since the podcast has been running two years ago, we have received overall maybe $100 or $150 in donation. So I, if, if you would really do donate the amount that you specified here, then our problem would be solved and we wouldn't need to do any any uh, advertisement. So I would really like to ask you to, to start donating for, let's say, for the next three months and, and we'll see how this turns out. I'll keep you posted. I will be open about that. And, and if that works out, we won't do any sponsoring. Okay, back to the results of the survey. 75% like the interviews with important folks, but another 70% like the tutorial episodes from within the team, 60% um, like episodes with regular people who have interesting stuff to say. So um, there is no strong peak, so I think we'll keep the mix as it is. 85% like conceptual stuff in overviews, um, 55% research-oriented stuff, and 60% down-to-earth how-tos. Um, I will have to say something about that. I'm not sure that covering detailed, low-level things is, is a good thing for a podcast to do, because we're only audio. At least in my experience, it is easier and more feasible to communicate the overviews and the uh, more conceptual stuff as opposed to low-level stuff. Because if you're low-level, you, you get to the point where you have to write code or look at diagrams and stuff. So we will probably focus on the conceptual stuff and overview kind of thing and uh, from time to time also have lower-level, um, detailed, more detailed stuff. The question about the following aspects of software engineering, 65% languages, 81% prefer architecture stuff, so maybe we should call ourselves the architecture cast. <laughs> Process issues are 44%, <clears throat> so that also hits uh, the distribution we had in the past, that we mostly look at uh, architectural stuff, languages, and the process stuff is important, but not quite as important as the technical stuff. Um, and 85% uh, really like, 80, sorry, 80% 80 really like concurrency patterns and these kinds of things. 60% of you listen to Java Posse, 30% to This Week in Tech, Security Now, another 20%. And 30% uh, listen to the uh, Google Developer Podcast. 50% um, look at Slashdot regularly. The server side is another 43%. InfoQ, 30%. Joel on software, 40%. So that's kind of the uh, kind of community we're in. Only about 10 or 15% of the people go to conferences regularly. And from those 15%, 30% um, have been or go to Uppsala. Jacks, 30%, OOP, 42%. So that's the, the results from the numbers. Um, I have also um, a couple of um, more specific um, points that have been uh, that you replied to us in uh, the freeform stuff. So um, let me say something about that. One person gave us the feedback that they really liked our mix from enterprise to embedded. And... Uh, as I said before, we'll really 
continue to do that. We want to really cover all aspects of software engineering and not be the enterprise cast. Um, there was also the feedback that there is too much enterprise stuff, and I agree to that. We had, well, it's probably the biggest community, so that's why we talked about that for quite a bit. But we will focus on other topics in the future. I mean, um, I talked about the embedded stuff. We will look at game development a bit. We will look at um, artificial intelligence a little bit and, of course, the language thing. So we have quite a broad spectrum in the future and I think the enterprise stuff will certainly not become more. It probably will become less of a focus. One guy criticized that sometimes... Um, the interviewer can get too much in the way of the speaker trying to make his own points and demonstrating his knowledge. Sure, I mean, you know, the, the, the people who do the interviews are not journalists in that sense. They are in the community themselves. They do have their own opinions. They do have their own messages. And um, they do have experience usually. And also, since this is a non-commercial thing, to some extent, the people, the interviewers, also want to show that they know what they're talking about. So I think that's probably going to... Uh, continue. I mean, sure, if we interview person X, then it's not about the interviewer, but I'm sure we can't completely remove that. The interviewers are also, to some extent, part of the episodes. Somebody uh, mentioned that although he understands that we do this stuff for free and in our spare time, they would like to hear episodes more frequently. Well, same thing. I mean, we, we're not able to produce more. Um, it's just there's not more time. Um, if and I'm really putting a big question mark here, if you would donate so much money that we could actually consider this podcast as part of um, our, well, professional work where we paid for, then we will certainly produce more episodes. Of course, um, there's also drawbacks. I mean, um, if we did this more or less commercially, then, of course, many people wouldn't necessarily be willing to talk to us because they're not necessarily willing to help us make money. So, well, I think the 10-day thing is probably quite reasonable. We also do this like a clockwork you can be sure you get your new episodes every 10 days so i think that's probably the way it's going to stay people said less java so actually i am personally very interested in not making this a java podcast because there is java posse and we don't want to be uh, competitors um, in that space Nonetheless, most of the people I work with, because of my personal background, do have a Java background in some sense. The point is that if I come up with an example and don't think much about it, it'll always be Java. Um, so while we try not to become a Java cast, um, the kind of between-the-lines Java-ness will probably, probably remain for the foreseeable future. There was also um, a, a recommendation of uh, other formats. For example, panel discussions... Panel discussions are not that easy, and the, there are well. The reason is that you have to coordinate uh, four or five people and find a time slot where everybody has time, and that's almost impossible. Um, I mean, we all have regular lives. The interviewers, interviewees have regular lives, and um, the only way to get to panels is to basically record them when people meet personally at a conference or to record an existing panel that has been set up somewhere else. But we don't want to do this. We do not want to rebroadcast stuff that has been recorded on conferences or something because we want to produce original content. So I really like the panel discussion format, but I'm a little bit skeptical about organizing it um, for the podcast, again, because of the finding a common time slot thing. Somebody asked us to produce a bunch of episodes in German. 
And we're certainly not going to do this because we have, I didn't mention that before, we have about 30% 30 of our listeners speak German and the rest is spread all over the world and does not speak German. So we're not going to alienate 70%. This is going to stay an international podcast. And if you are not able to, to, to listen to the English we speak, which sometimes might not be perfect because we're mostly not native speakers, then I, I apologize for that, but it's, it's not going to change. Um, we shouldn't do so many summaries. We should do. We should go down to the real detailed, gritty, nitty gritty stuff. And again, um, well, it's 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 a problem of communicating details on a on a audio only. So I think while I accept the criticism, I don't know how to how to actually implement it. Specifically, the guy uh, said that the embedded systems intro had very little or useful content. That's true. It was explicitly intended as an overview. And we'll have many more detailed episodes coming up in the next 20 or something. So then there is the the never-ending topic about audio quality. I really don't know. I mean, in the beginning, we had problems, I agree. And also today, we sometimes have the problem that we have to record in a venue where it's not perfectly quiet or the interviewee. Uh, is only willing to do it uh, over regular telephone lines and then of course you have the telephone sound but you know it's not professional we don't have a studio we record that all over the world in places all over the world and um, it's very hard to improve it when we do interviews remotely what we try to do is to make everybody the interviewer and the interviewee record their own track locally and then merge those tracks so we do not record via skype we only Uh, coordinate via Skype. So if, if we have episodes done within the team, that works. But if, if we interview somebody, uh, some like, you know, like big name, um, we can't necessarily tell them that they have to set up Audacity and record locally. They're just not going to do this. So you will have to be a little bit tolerant uh, with regards to the audio quality. And I think generally we are pretty good. I mean, at least if you look at the more recent episodes, yes, we had trouble in the beginning, but the more recent episodes are, well, the next one might be a little bit of a problem, but uh, it's a special case. Um, in general, I think it's fairly okay. People suggested um, for us to create video casts, and um, that's something that you won't see from SE Radio in the foreseeable future for several reasons. First of all, It's simply way more work. You need more equipment, the editing is more complicated, and uh, therefore we won't do this. The other thing is that um, I've seen several video casts on software where people, the interviewer and the interviewee, sit around the table and talk. Well, I don't need to see those guys, okay? Um, I, I, there is no point in making this a video cast if you don't show people standing in front of a flip chart or showing slides or something. Um, We won't produce video casts, and um, if you want video, you have to go somewhere else. <laughs> It's a clear message um, that's not going to change in the uh, foreseeable future. Then there is this thing where uh, I've got this feedback a couple of times that Marcus, that's probably me, uh, gets a bit overexcited about MDA and uh, tends to see everything in this context. Well, I think I have a pretty broad spectrum on, on software development, but true i mean my focus is modeling model driven 
product lines, architecture, these kinds of stuff. And well, I mean, to some extent, the podcast is also my platform. And of course, that's also true for all the other people involved in the team. And as I said before, they, they do want to also make their positions known. And we are not necessarily the, the completely oblivious journalist that just asks questions. So I think you have to live with that. I mean, um, it's not going to, I think it's not that bad. Um, but well, that's just the way it is. Somebody said that some of our interviewees are totally disorganized, um, can't present, can't talk. Well, that might certainly happen from time to time, you know, but the problem is we cannot record an, inter an interview with somebody and then say, you know, you were not structured enough and then throw it away. I mean, that would just frustrate people, that people will talk about that and we'll have a tough time finding additional interviewees. So, Yeah, from time to time, there might be an episode that's not that perfect in that sense. Okay, I mean, either live with it or don't listen. Press the stop button and download the next one. There is one thing that uh, was mentioned. Did you consider an SE radio conference? Um, and actually, I thought about that. What I would like to do would be some kind of open space kind of thing where we do like discussions and workshops. Um, we don't. We didn't do anything concrete there yet we would also have to do this in partnership with some kind of organization that helps us organize that stuff i'm not sure it's a good thing i mean there is a whole bunch of conferences already you can argue that there are already too many conferences and not every media has to have a magazine a podcast a video cast and a conference i mean we're a podcast we have exclusive podcast content and i tend to think that that should be the way it should stay Well, let me know, send us an email if you would like to come to such a SE Radio conference and how you would like it to be, and we can think about it. But it's certainly not um, the, the primary focus. There was one guy who said that quality of the content is good, topics chosen are good, sound quality and presentation is really bad. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you who wrote that listen now, Uh, well, if you could give us a little bit more specific feedback, that would be helpful. Um, I'm not sure I can react to this kind of general statement. And uh, the last thing I want to mention is actually a, a quite a quite funny comment. It said, just keep it technical and keep out the human touch. Seriously, unless you're as good as Leo Laporte, just focus on the facts. Yeah, I think that's that's a nice word towards the end. We'll probably do that. Um Because, yeah, sure, I mean, if you look listen to Leo, I mean, he's, it's fascinating how he, can, how he can do this. I mean, there's not nothing on, on, in the podcast world that, that's on par with him, I think, from a radio voice and communications perspective. So let's very briefly look at some of the topics you suggested. Of course, we will not do more Java, we will do less Java. I'm also sensitive to the fact that we already did a lot of MDSD modeling DSL stuff, so that'll... Uh, not increase, but from time to time, you know, it's my speciality. From time to time, there will be something. We will look at game development in the future. We will have a, a focus on um, embedded stuff. And also, we did not forget the testing aspect. We uh, the, the last episode, uh, the latest episode that you've just heard was uh, with Gerard Mesaros on, on testing. And we'll, we have another couple of testing things in the pipeline. Many of you suggested specific people to talk to, and um, thanks for the suggestions. We'll look at them. Uh, many people suggested Martin Fowler, and I actually talked talk to him recently, and at some point he'll be willing to do something, so that'll happen at some point. 
Um, we also will look at XML, of course. That's something we didn't look at yet. That'll come. Uh, security is something, well, that we'll cover to some extent, but there is security now, which is quite a good security podcast. We're not going to try to replicate that. Although I understand that there is a security aspect that is more related to development, and that's not covered very much in, in, in security now. Microsoft specificness. We'll actually have uh, episodes with Microsoft people coming up. We already had Microsoft people, for example, um, Dragos Manolescu. Um, we're probably not going to talk too much about Microsoft-specific technologies because at least in the current um, structure of the team, there aren't many people who have a good you know, understanding of that and can, can, up, can come up with um, really good um, questions and stuff. Somebody suggested Krzysztof Czarnecki as, uh, well, actually several people suggested Krzysztof as uh, somebody we should interview and actually I did that recently so there will be an a Czarnecki interview at some point. I don't know yet when it's going to be broadcast. So, um, Thank you very much for, for all the suggestions. 450 people expressed uh, what they wanted to hear. It's a huge amount of stuff. And of course, as you can imagine, more or less every topic has been suggested. Um, some topics have been brought to my mind that I or to my attention that I didn't consider before. So thank you very much. Um, we have a long time to go. SE Radio is not going to stop uh, in, in a year. It's, it's a long time endeavor. And we will cover probably most of the topics you suggested at some point or another, but of course, it's very hard to cover everything in the next five episodes. So, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you very much for the survey. And to get back to this sponsoring thing, which is maybe the topic that's most directly relevant or in the short term, please just go ahead and start donating. And uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, and if if there is a significant amount of money coming in, for example, let's say, I don't know, $200 per month or $300, which according to the survey should be no problem, then that'll be it. We will not do any sponsoring. We don't want to make money. We just want to be able to cover our cost. So start donating and we'll see how it goes. If you have any additional suggestions, of course, as usual, send a mail to the team at se-radio.net and... Uh, well, keep the feedback going. And if you want to do us a favor in addition or instead of donating, just spread the word. Um, talk about SE Radio on forums. You know, I can't like talk nicely about the podcast. You know, you have to do this. So uh, mention SE Radio on discussion groups. Um, mention us to your colleagues. Um, put links and logos um, off, uh, on your web page and just spread the word. And uh, by the way, um, I did not forget that we promised books. They are actually here on my desk. Um, I will have to go to the US now for two weeks, uh, Uppsala and some other stuff. So when I return to Germany, when I'm back home, we will uh, send around the books and, and find the winners. I don't want to announce people on the air. I mean, you didn't kind of agree to be announced over the air. Maybe you'll receive a book, maybe you won't. Um, we have uh, six or seven books to, to send away. So um, you'll hear from us if you are the lucky winner. Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, taking part in the survey. It helps us quite a bit understanding what the audience is all about. And uh, many of the very positive comments you gave us also keeps us going. Thanks uh, and, uh, well, talk to you in uh, some future episode. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Software Engineering Radio. If you want to get more information about Software Engineering Radio or if you want to give us feedback, please go to our website at se-radio.net. You can also contact the team at team at se-radio.net, although we prefer entries in our comments system on the website so other people can see what you think. Software Engineering Radio wants to thank Henning Pauli for the intro and outro music, as well as Lipson for providing the bandwidth. This episode of SE Radio, as well as all other episodes, is licensed under Creative Commons license. See the Software Engineering Radio website for details.